The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, and welcome back to Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander. I hope you guys are having yourselves a fantastic fucking Friday. If you're not, suck it up, princess. The weekend is a-coming. Okay, so here's the deal. Excuse me. I've been busy as shit, as always. Didn't have enough time to really research anything, you know, tremendous. But a couple people, Jen Dahl and Cheryl... Um, I can't remember her last name. Fuck. Sent me some articles of stories <laughs> that just made me shake my goddamn head and go, what the hell? So I'm calling this episode, Calm Down, Florida, and Places Close to Florida. Jesus Christ. So here's what I've got. I, uh, these stories just, they, they totally fucking, <clears throat> they... They floored me by and large. So, you know, for those of you who've listened to the show for a while, though, you do know that I make fun of Florida a lot. And I mean a lot, okay? And you might think that it's mean or just being funny, but there's a reason why I make these jokes, okay? This is not limited to just the state itself. The people that live there are fucking nuts. And, uh, <laughs> and I've, read the, I've read stories about guys fighting trees with their shirts off. And women chasing, uh, being chased by cops and then pulling out like a two-foot-long alligator from their pants. And she was topless and led him through like three counties or some shit. And uh, then my favorite that gave me nightmares was that uh, one of a bandana-wearing iguana that jumped a guy's fence, beat the shit out of the dude. And then a woman yelled at hit at the iguana in Spanish, wearing medical scrubs, and they both ran the fuck away and nobody knew what happened. So... When I got these, when when I got these uh, these news articles, there's nothing I can do to make them better. You know, uh, the, the the way that they are written up, I think, is perfect. So I'm just going to read them to you because some of this shit will blow your mind. This first story I'm going to title "Hey, Mr. Postman." And this uh, this story here, by the way, comes out of uh, the Daily Express. So. <clears throat> A woman from Florida is accused of attempting to smother her longtime husband with a pillow after he received a message from a woman he dated 60 years ago. This is according to authorities, by the way. I love this name because the picture, sometimes a picture is worth a thousand words. Sometimes a picture doesn't match the, uh, the, the look of the woman or, or person in general. Like you can have somebody named uh, Tiffany. And then you look at the picture and you go, oh, Medusa. No, you're not a Tiffany. Like, not even fucking close. Anyway. Bertha Bertha Yalter's lawyer, though, insisted she was, quote, severely overcharged. And that her husband of more than 50 years wants her released from jail. I got a little tippy-poo for you there, hubby. Run. Fucking run. Like, run like you never ran. I know you're old as shit, okay? And you're fragile, because we're going to get to that part, too. But if you can't run, wheelchair the fuck away from this nutbag. Overcharged my ass. So, 
police said that they discovered 71-year-old Yalter's husband extremely fragile with several injuries, including bite marks that were bleeding. And this is according to WPLG. I think that's a news station somewhere in Florida. Yalter is also accused of trying to smother him with a pillow. So Bertha's lawyer, his name is Wiener. I love that name. You can't go wrong with a with a Wiener lawyer. Uh, contends that the husband is fine and wants the charges dismissed. He further denies that his client attempted to smother her spouse. "Quote: They got into an argument and it got out of hand, but there's absolutely no reason for her to be charged with attempted second degree murder." Uh. And Yelter, Yelter is currently being held, you know, until her bail, bail hearing. She's not going anywhere, right? Wiener pointed out that she, uh, uh, if she gets bail, she's not going to be able to go near her husband due to a court order. Uh, quote, this thing has been blown so out of proportion, they're just sick about it. Wiener added about the couple. Okay, let me. Number one. <laughs> The good thing is, is that uh, Florida is a state that does this. Um, there's several states, not all states do, but uh, several states. As soon as there's a domestic violence, there's an automatic restraining order put into place. It might be all states, but I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some states that don't. That's the good thing right there. But two, blown out of proportion, dude, and overcharged. That's a, he, she bit the shit out of her hubs. And plus, she admitted that uh, that she had peed on him, which wasn't, it was in the story. I just didn't get it over to where I have to read it. Anyway, <clears throat> um, or at least the police suspect that. I think he was smelling all of urine and drenched or some shit. But yeah, peed on him, bit him, beat the shit out of him, tried to kill him. But she shouldn't get a murder charge. She's a thousand fucking years old. This woman is... And and, and this guy... (laughs) From what I'm understanding uh, from the whole thing is... It was like a greeting card or a postcard from somebody he dated... Like when he was a child. Really young, right? And this nut job, like I said, peed on him and bit him and tried to kill him. And I'm looking at her picture and I gotta tell you guys, she's scary as hell. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong... I'm no prize winner in the in the looks department, but she looks like one of those fucking zombies from The Walking Dead. You know, kind of get a little bitey. <laughs> Scares the shit out of me. <clears throat> I light my cigarette. Hold on. All righty. One moment. Because my screen went blank. That's always good. I can always have, I'm gonna have to splice that shit. <clears throat> okay, so this next story is from People Magazine, and I call this one "Do You Love Your Daughter?" or "Do You Love Your Daughter?" Now, this here comes out of actually the the, the same town that Jen Dahl lives in. <laughs> and why am I not surprised? Like for real, why am I not surprised? Because she's a fucking nut job, too. All right. A man in Tampa, Florida, is accused of going on a shooting spree in which he killed his mother's friend and wounded his mother and his teenage daughter before firing at the police officers 
uh, last Wednesday. According to the court documents filed by prosecutors, the man allegedly wrote a letter to his teenage daughter, who was 17, by the way. I think it gets to that later on in the story, though. She's 17 years old, demanding... Or, now, with the stories, it gets kind of weird, so just bear with me. Because I read, it may have been later in this story, or it may have been in a, in a different article. This one here says, um, saying that he wanted to have a romantic relationship with her just before the shooting. You know, so he said, hey, I think that you should be my girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. Other ones say that he demanded it. So the suspect is identified as 42-year-old Michael Banks, allegedly told the police that he wrote a a letter to his 17-year-old daughter. Oh, he's the one who says it. Insisting that she enter into a relationship with him and not to date anyone else. According to court documents obtained by Tampa Bay Times, local the local Fox affiliate WTVT and local NBC affiliate WFLA, that's they're okay. That's, they're the ones who got it apparently. So prior to the shooting, prosecutors say that Banks' mother and her friend were they're in the family home. That they're talking about kicking Banks out because they you know they had just learned about these trying to pursue a. Uh, you know, he's like telling his daughter, you have to date me. Um, and prosecutors claim that the documents, uh, you know, oh, fuck me. I, I swear to God, guys, I, today I can't read. It's late. My brain's cooked. Anyway, prosecutors claim in, in the documents that upon overhearing the discussion, Banks felt betrayed and upset. This is that Michael Banks dude who, who, who killed and shot. So he retrieved his revolver. And brought it into the kitchen, where he then shot his mother, 60 years old, and mother's friend, killing the friend, according to the Times uh, and WFLA. Betrayed? What the fuck? This guy's a nut job. You're betraying your daughter. What the fuck? I had a drink. Christ, I'm losing my voice. It's It's a day. It's been a week, guys. It's been a week. I mean... For those of you that, that know me, y'all know that, you know, I've got a daughter. And I can't imagine insisting that she ever a relationship. That's, that's fucking, that's, that's, that is some fucking inbred hillbilly shit going on. Maybe I need to have another podcast called the Tampa Bay fucking hillbillies. Okay, so after all that happened, right, then pros, uh, prosecutors alleged Banks shot a bullet that grazed his mother's head before going after his daughter, who was in the shower. So Banks' daughter told authorities, I think she survived, cool, uh, told the authorities that after hearing gunshots uh, from the bathroom, she tried to push the door to keep it closed. Banks allegedly shot through it at approximately head level, uh, and this is per the Times. As the teen ran from the home, Banks allegedly shot and wounded her leg and then allegedly reloaded the revolver before exiting the residence through the back door, the, uh, the documents state. And this is also per the Times. So his mom calls 911. This is right around, you know, 1240, 1245, somewhere right around there. It's on Wednesday. And she tells the cops that Banks had shot her, shot at her and her friend. The doc, and this is once again part of the Times, and police identified the slain friend as Josephine Muentes, who was 52 years old. 
So upon arrival, the police found Banks' mother and daughter outside of the home with gunshot wounds. With a with the reloaded revolver, Banks um, allegedly, and we have to say allegedly, apparently, because he hasn't been convicted, shot at officers. And, of course, they returned fire. There was no shot that struck the suspect, according to the Tampa Bay police, by the way. No officers were injured, and Banks surrendered shortly after uh, and was taken into police custody. Police then entered the residence uh, and located Muentes, who was pronounced dead at the scene. Banks was arrested on five charges, one count of first-degree murder with a firearm, two counts of attempted murder in the first-degree murder with a firearm, one count of attempted first-degree murder of a law enforcement officer with a firearm, and one count of illegally possessing a firearm as a felon. Okay, so this asshole's a, a prior felon, too. Okay. All right. Yeah, why not fuck up your, the rest of your life? What a dickhead, man. I'm so stuck on... On him insisting that his 17-year-old daughter enters into a relationship with him. Jesus Christ, what the fuck is wrong with people? Anyway, it's not immediately clear if he has entered a plea to the charges or retained an attorney. This is according to this article. So according to the Times, Banks has at least two prior convictions for violent crimes, including aggravated battery uh, on a pregnant female in 2007. What a douche. He's being held in the Hillsborough County Jail without bond. What the flying fuck? Like, for real, man. This guy... I understand moms want to help their kids out, okay? That's that's cool. But, dude... Dude... Your you're, you're son's a douche. And I hope, he, I hope he has a day that he deserves. That's what I'm hoping for. Oh, shit. Give me a moment. Okay, boys and girls, this is going to be a short episode, but I've got one more for you. And this is uh, from the Global News. Uh, and it's not from Florida. I know I pick on Florida, but this is uh, pretty goddamn close to Florida. <clears throat> this one's out of Mississippi. And I call this story, Mommy, I Will Be With You Forever. So, a 66-year-old woman uh, residing in southern Mississippi has been arrested and charged with first-degree murder after her 42-year-old son was found dead in a wooden box behind a false wall in his mother's home. Already, this is fucked up, okay? We all get mad at our kids, but to kill your adult 42-year-old son, you know, I gotta think they must have been retarded or something. I don't fucking know, but... That's jacked. Police in Gulfport, Mississippi, learned throughout the course of the investigation that Jerry Lynn Roby, who goes by the last name of Israel, was previously convicted of murder in Florida in 1995. Oh, well, that fucking makes sense. She's from Florida. Okay. All right. Gulfport's police, Gulfport Police Department wrote in a statement, <clears throat> the investigation began in late uh, 2023 after out-of-state relatives of the family called 911 to report Israel's son, John Allen uh, Gaither, missing. So Gulf, uh, Gulfport Police spokesman Gerald Decree told CNN 
The family members said that the last known contact uh, Gaither had with anyone was on December 10th. So he's been gone for a minute. On December 22nd, officers arrived at Israel's home for the first time uh, in search of Gaither. That's her son. Throughout the week, detectives conducted several follow-ups and began noticing discrepancies in the statement provided by Israel. That's Mama. Quote, throughout the course of the investigation, this is from the cop shop, right? Uh, the, the, uh, yeah, the state police. Throughout the course of the investigation, Israel became increasingly uncooperative and changed her statement multiple times. Uh... Okay, I think this is another one. Uh, it was then that the police learned of Israel's prior murder conviction, including details about how she, quote, made several attempts to dump uh, the deceased subject at several locations throughout Florida. Holy shit, man. And she wasn't in prison? The fuck? <clears throat> With this information, police obtained a search warrant. Last week, on January 18th, detectives and crime scene technicians entered the residence to conduct the search. At this time, Israel, uh, at this time, I think it's a quote, Israel was uh, subsequently transported to a local area hospital for medical treatment, police wrote in a statement. Police spokesman spokesman, uh, Decree told CNN that the reason for Israel's hospitalization was because she ingested a handful of unspecified pills when authorities entered the residence. So during the search of Israel's home, police located a wooden box behind a false wall. The box contained the dead man that was later identified as her son. Decree added that Israel attempted to conceal her crime by uh, writing fake notes to the family members posing as her son. During the search of the home and garage, police also turned up multiple homemade wooden boxes. I think that she had some plans. Like, hey, decorate your house with the dead corpses of your family, right? Israel was arrested on Saturday after she was released from the hospital. She is currently being held in Harrison County Detention Center without bond. What a fucking freak. And she had more boxes. I bet you she had a plan. She definitely had a plan to be collecting some family members. Jesus Christ. And taking that handful of pills. That's just, God dang. What a, what a winner, winner, chicken dinner right there. Christ sakes. All right, boys and girls, sorry that it's a short episode, but it is what it is. I'm going to have better ones next week, I suppose. Anyway, remember, you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you happen to be getting your blogs. Go on to Facebook and join Citizens of Brutal Nation and interact with us, man. We we usually have a pretty good time, and my smart ass is always on there because I will talk to anybody, apparently. (laughs) Oh, what else? Let's see. This show's copyrighted 2024 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved. If you're hearing this or any part of this on anybody else's show or podcast except for Metal Cross Radio, they're lying, thieving bastards. And we will talk to you guys later on. Remember, stay sexy. Bye-bye.